Your gift is very simple to know. You don't have to go anywhere to discover it. It's not in the water, it's not on the mountaintop, it ain't hid under a rock. Now this is how you know you're not living in your gift. If when the alarm clock goes off in the morning and you ain't happy about it, you ain't doing what you want to do. If your job makes you sick to go to, if you're unhappy with waking up to go to where you got to go, it's because you ain't living in your gift. What burns in your heart is important for you to pay attention to because it never goes away. That's why people wake up in a rut. See, you hate waking up because you're waking up and you don't know the reason. You're waking up and you don't have no design in mind. Once you live in your purpose, when you discover your gift, you can't wait to wake up. Please understand, pay very close attention to the thing that makes you happy. Thing that makes you happy. Thing to that help makes you to happy. heal a people. The progress of healing the wound that the blow, that the blow made. Coming, coming to you loud, loud and clear. Like a brain that wants attention. To heal a people. Conversations and interviews with experts from around the world about our four rings of healing. Four rings of healing. Four rings of healing. To heal a people. Yes, yes, and again, Mo, yes. It's great to be here with you. I'm your host, H. Soul, and you are tuned in to Heal a People Podcast. We are now on episode number five, and we are introducing ring number three, what we call our passion and purpose ring, or as it's known in Japanese, our ikigai ring. Here is where we begin to talk about and have a conversation around the importance of us discovering and living our passion and our purpose. It is such an important idea for us to do uh, for exactly the reasons that Steve Harvey, who was um, the speaker at the beginning, top of the show, is iterating without that exciting energy and that get up and go in the mornings to go about doing your work. You will never achieve excellence. 
that's really the very pragmatic part about what it is that we're talking about here, right? Is that in order to achieve excellence in what you do, you have to have the energy to really want to get up and go and to make it happen. And in order to have the energy to get up and go and make it happen, you are going to have to be excited about what it is that you're doing. It's really pragmatic. If you hate your job, you're not going to like being there. You're not going to want to work overtime. You're not going to put in the hours. It's not going to have your level of interest. You're not going to be able to create a level of flow from it, which is what happens when you cross passion and purpose with each other. That creates this special thing that we call flow. And so here in ring three, we're going to begin this discussion about how to discover your passion and purpose and then how to create flow. And so join us as we have this discussion around our ring three passion and purpose, y'all. My name is H Soul. Let's get this work. To heal, to heal a people. Steve Harvey. All of you are gifted at something. The problem is you keep wanting your gift to be what somebody else's gift is. Identify your own gift because you already have it. Here's the way you identify your gift. Your gift is the thing that you do the absolute best with the least amount of effort. You know the story of Marie Callender's? Do you know what this woman did, man? She worked for a diner, a greasy spoon diner that was going out of business. It was her only job. She was a single mother. It was her only job. She needed that job, but the diner was going to close. So she went to the owner of the diner and said, let me bake one of my pies, people like my pies, and see if I can help you make a little money. He said, whatever, bring it in. He, she bought one pie in. They sold every slice. The next day, the people came in and asked for the pie. She had to go home and make another pie. The next day, so many people asked for the pie, she had to make four pies. Then people started saying, can I buy my own pie? She made so many pies at this store that she eventually saved her money and put a commercial oven in her house. Now all, she done made so many pies, the dude's shop, he ain't selling hamburger no more. All he's selling is them damn pies. That's how Marie Callender got started. Marie Callender now has over 120 restaurants. You can't go to no frozen food section without seeing Marie Callender in there. You know what she started with? A pie. One pie. Your gift will make room for you. Now, what is your gift? It's the thing that you do the absolute best with the least amount of effort. That's your gift. Quit running away from the gift. Your gift will make room for you. Stop trying to be something you ain't gifted at. Maybe you here because you need to hear this here. Maybe you here because you need to dust off your dreams. Maybe you need to explore your imagination. Maybe you just need to identify your gift so you can get so you can quit tripping in your own life trying to figure out what you can do. Some people are born to be teachers, caregivers, nurses babysitters. Those are gifts, you know what I mean? If you're living in your gift, you're cool. It's just if you ain't. You do anything else, when that alarm clock go off in the morning, you ain't gonna like it. But I would hate to die and never do the thing I was born to do. You should look into that before you mess around and check out of here. Now it's time to break that shit down. 
Mr. Steve Harvey, breaking down uh, passion and purpose in such a way that it really makes sense. In the in, in our next episode, we'll actually break down the Japanese version of it because it's a little it's a little bit more complex, a little more descriptive, right? But for the sake of now, for for the sake of simplification, let's rock with uh, passion and purpose, right? And for the keys to begin to understand that it is a crucial imperative that we engage in if we haven't done it yet and it's never too late to do it we must engage in the process of discovering our passion and our purpose. Why this is, is extremely significant because so many of us, those, and I'm speaking specifically in, in this in this instance, to black, indigenous, and poor working class white people, that we have been trained by society to not pursue our passion and our purposes those are called hobbies but to diligently pursue getting a job and 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 paying bills and serving as labor to the masters of industry that is our training by and large and so this whole concept of pursuing your passion and purpose and betting on that as a ways and a means to sustain yourself is a foreign concept to many people in our community. How many of us who were in school were told to study in order to get a job? Those of us who went on to higher education in college, we didn't pursue or weren't encouraged to pursue those things that we were really passionate about. We were, we were told to pursue those things that we can get a job doing. And this was not done maliciously. Many times it was our family members, parents, in my case, when I first went to, to college, when I first went to Howard, I wanted to pursue African studies. That is what I wanted to pursue. I had a great interest in African studies. I did it all the time. In fact, I did it so much that I didn't really focus on my other studies, but I didn't make it my major because my, my, my mother in particular encouraged me to go into something that I would be able to come out and get a job in. So I changed my major to economics. It wasn't until year three that I was and, and, and I took a couple of stats classes that I was like, oh, hell to the no, no. I do not want to be in corporate America. I don't want to do. No. I have no interest in accounting. No. 
you know. And so this is the norm. I, I was counseling a young brother the other day who said he was told that you major in what you can get a job in and you minor in what you love. And I want you to think about that as a way of life, that type of mindset as a way of life. So just imagine for a second that we weren't talking about education and we weren't talking about school. We were talking about life. And someone, you ask someone, what should you you do in life? And they would tell you major in what is going to bring you money, minor in what's going to bring you joy. And that is how we operate as a society. That is how we are trained to operate as a society. And this has detrimental and deleterious effects on us, on our health, on our relationships, on our joy. And before this point, I always remember putting them in situations and watching them very intently to see what their talents were. I knew from a very early age what each of my children's specific talents were I, from watching them seeing what they had a propensity to do during play. I listened to a book, always been a big Audible fan, or audiobook fan before Audible, but an Audible fan, just the same. And in this book, Deepak Chopra talks about how he set his children down and he told each of his children listen I don't want you to worry about how you're going to make a living in the world I don't want that to be your concern you have one job right now and one job only and that is for you to discover what your passion and your purpose is If you don't, however long it takes you to discover your passion and your purpose, don't worry about it. I will handle all of your bills. However long it takes you to 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 discover your passion and purpose, don't worry about it. Because I will support you in that process. As long as that's what you're engaged in. That is your job to discover your passion and purpose. And this is what he his children went on to to do and one became a filmmaker and they're all very successful children right this is what highly successful people train their children to do not to become workers but to become masters of their own passion and purpose and so I set my children down intentionally after hearing this and I told them the same exact thing listen As long as you are your number one job is to pursue your passion and purpose to discover what your passion and purpose is and then to pursue it. I will take care of you financially for however long you are engaged in that endeavor. So don't worry about your grades. Don't worry about, you know, how you're going to make a living. I got you covered for however long that takes. And I have diligently worked 
to make that a reality so that I would be in a position to be able to take care of my children for as they are engaged in that exercise. My oldest child, 24, is pursuing her master's degree in, in social work. And my son is a creative writer, daughter in grad school, son in, in senior in college. And my youngest daughter, who I told, is a avid photographer, sophomore in high school, created an Instagram page that has a huge following in her school. She know she's in love with photography. Now she's moving into video and her grades are not the best. And I tell her, don't worry about the grades. Continue to pursue your passion and your purpose diligently. And so this is not just theory that I'm speaking to. This is actually parental um, guidance that I've given my own children. It's also the guidance that I, I myself have followed in order to reach the level of success that I have. And so this is just not theory I'm sharing with you. I'm actually sharing with you how those people who think abundantly operate in their own mindset and how they pass that mindset onto their children and how it becomes a way of life inside of a family, how it becomes a lifestyle of pursuing your purpose and your passion and then creating profit for yourself by sharing your gift with the world. That's your job. But like I said, we'll, we'll, we'll hop deeper into that in the next podcast. Ring three, Ikigai, passion and purpose. To heal, to heal a people. So in the meantime, in the between time, I want to thank you for hanging out. I hope that this has been a beneficial discussion for you. I hope that we've been able to break down how uh, through the process of um, how we oppress ourselves, what remnants of the plantation or the reservation or the steel mills, the coal mines still live inside of us as far as that mentality. How do we shift out of that? Not just how do we critique the current system, but how, what system do we put in place? And that is part of what we are putting together through this podcast in general, but what we're talking specifically and pursuing your passion and purpose. So there it is, all wrapped up in a bow for you. You have been tuned in to Heal a People. It has been my pleasure to be at your service. In the meantime, in, in the between time, stay calm, stay strong. This is H Soul, and I'm out. To heal, to heal people.